We, I mean, we only have until the battery on my computer. Oh, runs yeah. Out. Okay, okay, okay. Um, this week, we devise research studies for things related to Charleston because we're on the road. You're listening to more research required. I don't have a pun. Science and technology. One of us has to start picking up our pun weight, you know? It's you. <laughs> you do all the puns. <laughs> and it's a burden. <laughs> okay, are you going to say the beginning thing? Because yeah. you do that too. <laughs> I do do that also. Hello and welcome to More Research Required, a podcast where we make research methods for studies that no one will give us the money to do. I'm Amy Giacomucci. I'm Abby Norling-Ruggles and we are recording from the back seat of my car. <laughs> it's very dark here. In Charleston, South Carolina <laughs> after 10 p.m. The sun is all the way down. It's gone. But we are podcasting because we love our craft. We're dedicated. <laughs> we are putting ourselves on the line for our listeners. Oh man, the audio of this episode is going to be a mess. Oh, it might be really good because there's probably not a lot of echo in a car. I mean, that's true. Maybe. I don't know. We'll figure it. We'll see when we edit it and not sooner than that. Yeah, we will. All right. So. Charleston. Charleston. Is what we're talking about. Yeah. Do you have an, do you have any preliminary studies that you were thinking about on the way down here? I was kind of thinking about so Charleston is named after a King Charles and they did not see fit to change that name after, you know, our violent revolution from the country of Britain. And I was wondering, it's weird to do this while we're while you're staring at me. I don't like to see your face while we podcast. Okay, I'll cover my I'll Yeah, cover with my... the scarf. That's very helpful. Thank you. Wait, is that does that my scarf? No, it just looks like my why would I take your scarf? It just looks like my scarf. Okay. Um so so okay. It's named after King Charles. Um I was wondering if like in the present day there are um there are political differences between places that were like loyalists during the American Revolution and places that were like n- you know violently against Britain. I don't actually know how loyal loyalist Charleston was, but like I know there are places that did change their name from like I don't know Georgetown or whatever. Like I don't know things that were references to British kings, and they changed them to like things that were references to American things. And I wonder if that actually like either created or indicated a political difference that that would like last to the present day. So I want to know what Charleston citizens' opinions of Britain are and if they differ from the rest of Americans. Okay. Yeah. All right. So how would we do that just preliminarily? Like Uh, survey? survey? Yeah, I guess. I I think we can just move on from that because this is our short form episode where we just taught you like... Charleston. That's all. I, that's all I got. And do you have any like discussion, or do you have like a different idea? Well, I didn't know that there were any cities that changed their name after. Only like small ones, but there are areas that change their name and stuff like that. There, yeah. I don't. I don't think there's any big cities that change their name, but like there are places that change their names. And Charleston is so clearly like still into like being. I don't know. Colonial. I don't. 
it, history is hard. It's late. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm, I'm curious about like just having a British name and like not changing it and versus other places where they changed, you know, like street names and neighborhood names and stuff. And I don't actually, if they did that in Charlotte, we would, have, or, nope, Charleston is the name of the place. We would have to do some research. We would. And we don't have internet because we are in a car. We sure are. So we <laughs> can't do that right now. <laughs> But later, maybe. Mm, maybe. I don't know. The show is, this isn't the show where we actually do the studies. We're very busy. <laughs> uh, we're very busy people. Sure. So do you have any research topics? Well, I'm so glad you asked. As you know, it was recently Halloween. And now... Just keep that Halloween train rolling. <laughs> keep it rolling. And as you also know, Charleston is very haunted. I've heard that. <clears throat> so I was wondering if there is a radius... Uh, like an inner and outer radius in which you are more likely to believe in ghosts based on how historical and like how dense your ghost sighting oh, center man, this is. This is totally so related to the question that I was thinking about, which is literally like if there's a, a quote unquote haunted house on your street, does that make you more or less likely to believe in ghosts? We are so on the same wavelength here. That's so good. I'm very excited to know the answer to both these questions. Yeah, because also, like, the reason that I started thinking about it was because my boss was talking about how there was a haunted house on her street growing up and how, like, she believes in ghosts. And I, meanwhile, like, am sort of near a lot of ghosts, Hmm. but, like, I don't really believe in ghosts. I just like ghosts a lot. Yeah, no, I mean, same. I don't believe in them, but I do like them a lot. And I... I don't. I didn't live near any haunted things at all growing up. I mean, I also think like right there is just as you mentioned, like a level of historical significance to it. Because like, I think there's just more ghosts on the East Coast. Like in the Midwest, we don't got a lot of historical stuff. So it's just like, I mean, it, Fort Snelling could be haunted, but it's not. It's like nothing haunted. Yeah. yeah also, like I will say, I'll, we always think that ghosts are just like people who died in battle. I'm sure that there are ghosts of just like. I was on the internet like 20 years ago <laughs> uh, looking at some images of cats and that's what I do years now. years ago, so 1997, I guess that like most of the internet was just pictures of cats back then is my assumption. Yeah, that's what the internet was for originally, right? Like, yeah, I think so. Like sharing your cat pics? That's probably right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Using I mean, word also like wasn't like 50% of it porn probably. Oh, yeah, I guess. A lot of the internet used to be porn. A lot of the internet is still porn, but now there's so much other stuff on there. And also, like, I think porn just has very big file sizes because it's, like, images and video, which a lot of the web was not. Mm -hmm. But now the web is full of images and video, so I think porn is a smaller percentage of it. But isn't, like, I will say cat content also images and video. I think that's another, that's why it was also a big part of the internet. Like, so, like, a very large percentage of the internet was porn, and then another very large percentage was cat stuff and then like wikipedia was a little tiny bit of the internet i wouldn't i have no idea when wikipedia was founded probably not in 1997 i don't know all right well you heard it here folks first the internet was originally 50 percent porn 50 percent cats and 0.01 percent wikipedia yeah that was literally everything that was on the internet and then geocities happened i guess and there were gifs I don't know what GeoCities is. I've been like sort of pretending. It's kind of, I mean, it's just like a way that people used to have web pages. People don't really have like their own websites anymore, but they used to. So okay, here's a here's a research question based off of that, which is, 
at what age can you just lie to people about what was originally on the internet and have them believe you? Well, I think it depends on how far you are from that time, right? Like, we can talk about, you know, oh, when I was an elementary schooler, like, this is what the internet was like. And that was a long time ago. So we could probably, like, convince some teens. But, like... Yeah, I think it. I think it has more to do with how long ago you're trying to pretend it was. So, like, how how would you do a study about this? I would find a lot of teens and I would tell them lies. Lie to them. (laughs) Just blatantly lie to them. And see how many of them said that sounds like a lie. But that would actually be a study about authority, wouldn't it? That's true. I mean, I think that would actually be interesting. Yeah, I mean, like you being an authority. That's true. Okay, so I well, Okay, but you wear a white coat is the right. thing. Yeah. As soon as you put on a white coat, anybody'll do anything. Sure. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, I think it would actually be interesting to just lie to some teens and see what they believed about the internet. I don't really know if you would learn anything from this, but I would like to do it and yeah. see. I love lying to the teens. Have you heard that story about I think various teens seeing a floppy disk and saying, oh, you 3D printed a save icon. That has to be a joke. I mean, like you would think, right? Yeah, like that has to be a joke older people tell to make themselves feel better. But I also do believe that that teens at this time do not know what floppy disks are. Yeah, that's also true. But I think that like your first thought upon seeing it wouldn't be you 3D printed the save icon, right? Am I like... I, I don't know. I, I don't... I mean, I think another part of the study could be that we show teens floppy disks and say, like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> this is just like us, like, uh, I don't know, being research scientists who are also like Andy Rooney, like, shaking <laughs> our cane at the teens. Yeah, how do we do this in a way that people don't reinterpret it to be like, millennials are bad? Okay, we don't do the thing where we uh, we quiz them on early inter- or early computer knowledge. We just lie to them. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and then every time they catch us, we get to say, they know. They know when they're being lied to. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any other stuff? Oh, we'll get back to the haunted houses. Right. Oh, yeah, how are we going to do that? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, because I feel like there's a lot of factors. Like, what if you don't live close to a haunted place, but you know someone who does, and they, like, tell you a lot about it? Mm -hmm. Like, are you more likely to believe in hauntings if you know someone who's telling stories about having experienced them? I I think, I mean, personally, I think that living close to hauntings would probably make you more likely to believe in them. Because you'd hear more, like, firsthand accounts of hauntings, probably, I assume. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. My thought is that there's probably, like, if you're too close to the haunting, you don't believe in them. But if you are, and if you're too far from the haunting, you also don't. I My thought is that... I There's, like, there. a donut yeah. of haunting belief. Yeah. I really want that to be true. A voodoo donut, if you will. That's sort of related. No, uh, it's not. No, well, sure. If there I, is a place uh, yeah. called Voodoo Donuts, and I was like, I right, guess. Right, I know. It's, like, a reference. Yeah. I, I, I'm into it, sure. Okay, cool. I got a, I got a joke in. Good job, we made a joke. We hit the quota. Okay, cool. um, this is your fault for doing the intro backwards. I didn't, I didn't have a pun ready. Yeah. So now we can only have one joke on the podcast. Well, we did it. We made the one joke. Finally, we're free. No, but yeah. So maybe we could test it by like the amount of ghost tours in a certain area and your proximity to 
Yeah, I mean, but I feel like ghost tours actually might, like, influence a different... Because, like, if a, if an area is very haunted and there's lots of ghost tours, then it becomes, like, a tourist thing. And then if you're local, you might be like, oh, I'm too cool for that. Like, whereas if there's just, like, a haunted house that the people in the area believe in, like, I think that's a different thing. So, yeah, I, I don't know how you would, cal like, calculate... I mean, I think ghost tours could be a variable, but I also think you want to just have, like, actual, like number of haunted locations or number of sightings of ghosts or something and like do a map of that so you could get some like really good like gis stuff i love like really good data rich maps <laughs> life's simple pleasures Look, i have very specific things that i enjoy in this life <laughs> one of them is just a lot of data on a big map. I mean, I did introduce you to the band Big Data earlier today. And your reaction was that, of course, I would like it because of the name. And also because it's it's Minnesota only. Well, okay, no, it, it's, I don't think the band is even from Minnesota. The, the Current just played it a lot. Okay, sure. Um... Do you have any other Charleston topics? Oh, gosh. What else happened in Charleston? There's the dance, the Charleston. I don't know anything Is about that. Is that related? I don't know. I guess that could just yeah. be like a humanities research topic. We researched the origins of the Charleston dance. <laughs> yes. There's like absolutely, like we if we had internet, we could just do a Google search right now and it would but just be like, Danny Charleston invented this dance in 1892. Oh, yeah. I, now I actually want to look because like I... I, I can use my phone, because, like, what if it's just not related to Charleston at all, and we're just making shit up? Yeah. Oh, wait, can we swear? On the, I, we swear on this podcast, right? Yeah, we can, okay. honestly, who's going to find us? Who's going to rat us out? Um, my parents? If you rat us out. What? Don't threaten my parents. <laughs> but, oh, it is named for the city of, of Charleston, South Carolina. It says, named for the Harbor City. Mm-hmm. It was popularized in 1920. Oh, it was named after a tune called the Charleston. Okay, was that written about Charleston? Or was it written about the Charleston? This seems circular. Yeah. Yeah, no, the song was so, written to accompany the dance. So... <laughs> okay, so so our next research project is just, like, unwrapping this tautology of, like, which came first, the Charleston song or, or the, the Charleston egg. dance. <laughs> or the egg. Maybe it was the egg. <laughs> We can't know for sure. <laughs> okay, so that's our other research topic. Any anything else about Charleston? What is what is in this area? Cemeteries. That's related to the ghosts, but yeah, yeah probably a lot of seceding from the Union. Yeah, that I think that's done. That's done. Well, I think that they're done seceding. I think they're. Back. Oh, I mean, fingers crossed. I yeah. don't know. I mean, they could secede if they wanted to. <laughs> How to secede in Charleston without really trying? That's no. You can't do it. We we passed our joke quota already. No oh, more no. jokes. Oh no! They're gonna shut us down. For <laughs> the podcast police. <laughs> yeah, like we said a cuss word, and oh, yeah, we did two worst. jokes. <laughs> That's too many jokes. <laughs> For our extremely serious science podcast that we're recording in the back of the car. In the dark. Yeah, very late at night. Yeah. Because we're professionals. Because we're dedicated. Dedicated to our craft. Yeah. 
<laughs> okay, I feel like we're out of. We should go to sleep and not do more research topics. I'm very probably. Tired, yeah. We also drove for so many hours today. We drove for so many hours. I drove an unfamiliar car and I did a great job. I'm sorry, you did do a great job. <laughs> um. Okay, so let's wrap this up. We don't need to speculate. We already did speculation. We're done with that. Mm-hmm. Um, what do we? We don't have the internet, so I don't know what we normally say at the end. All right. So. Uh, if you want to leave us, if you want to help us out, leave us a review on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts, um, and also, and also give us a rating. Yeah, Uh, rate and review us, and also you can find us at places on the internet, such as you can email us at moreresearchcasts at gmail.com. Okay, cool, I got it. (laughs) You can also, um, send us a tweet on Twitter or follow our tweets on Twitter at moreresearch underscore or check out our Tumblr, moreresearchrequired.tumblr.com. Should we plug Tortle Yeah, I think we should. So we are, uh, we have started another podcast with some of our friends. I was on the first episode. Amy will be on future episodes. Um, but it's a very exciting podcast that I'm really, really into. I don't know if I can say that if I'm on it. I'm very excited about it. I'm you very excited for you to listen to it because you haven't yet. <laughs> uh, I haven't read but it. But it's called Tortal Recall, and it's, uh, um, it's about the Tamara Pierce books, and we read them, and we yell at them, and we talk about, you know, feminism and stuff. It's very good, and you should check it out. And I'm really excited to read more Tamara Pierce books and talk about them with our very smart friends. Uh, and you can find that at tortalrecall.com or other places, probably. Oh, yeah, we have a... We have, we have a website now. It's <laughs> moreresearchrequired.com. You can check that out, too. It just, it, it's not very exciting, but you can go there. It's a URL that we have. Yeah, we own it. All right. Um, I think that's everything, yes? Yeah, probably. Um, Close okay. enough. Okay, well then. Until next time, write down all your good thoughts and stay curious. <laughs> Okay. All right. We'll stop recording. I want to leave the car, yeah.